if I were to set the scene of 2014, I was younger, heartbroken Stubbs, who had just gotten dumped for somebody that felt led on by somebody who was still talking to their ex, and I wasn't chosen. That feeling of a young heartbreak can make you re-examine your life and look at yourself in the mirror. Like it is in most movies, I did what the protagonist in uh, the stories would do like this. I shook myself out of this dramatic, deep, dark sadness. And by getting out there and hitting the gym hard and, you know, one's fitness journey can be an intimidating place. And so with any journey, right, that requires a steep trail ahead, it's easier to do it with a guide who's already walked that path. And that guiding light is my next guest. He is a great example of what a positive and impactful mindset is. Please welcome to the Stub Show, Alvin Presto of Presto Fitness. But from here on out, I'll just call him Presto because that's how I know him. So I want to tell you right now, if fitness interests you and you're looking for a new personal trainer, definitely look him up. Consider him as an option. Check him out on Instagram at Presto Fitness and see what he's all about. See what he does. But let's go ahead and jump into the conversation of his origin story and we'll go from there. How, what, what brought this guy to become a trainer? I wanted to know. That's what I asked him right off the bat. Like, you know, I want to know what made you become a trainer and brought you to this place where now you're training people full time. So let's hop into the conversation. It was like January, 2011. This is my story right here. Mm -hmm. 2011, New Year's came and it was a New Year's resolution. I was like, hey, I want to try to get in shape. I want to see, you know, six pack. That, that's what every guy wants. They yeah. want a six pack, walk in the beach, get those abs, get those girls. That was the goal. That was the end goal. <laughs> but um, as I was getting my progress, as I was making progress, you know, people started asking me questions like what I'm doing, friends, family. And, you know, it felt good. Like, I was just doing it as a hobby, you know, doing it for myself. And that kind of pushed me a little forward to want to take the next step. Be like, hmm, I wonder what this personal training life is could be like, you know. Because at the time, I wasn't training. Right. I was just going going to the gym and working out. You're just doing it for uh, yourself. Kind of yeah. like myself. Yeah. Like, I noticed that. Like, I'm just doing it because I have my goals. Initially, it was yeah. for my health. And I wanted to get into a the healthy textbook pocket range of, this is the healthy BMI for your age and height. Like, just get in a healthy mm -hmm. range. And my doctor is so proud. She's like, you know, like, we, initially I was in there for blood pressure and all this stuff and and um, no more. You know, all that stuff is, is, is uh, on an even keel. But, yeah, I'm just doing it for me, doing it for my health. And, and it's funny, like, that's the first thing of conversation that will come up. People will talk to me about, wow, you've lost so much weight. You're a new person. What are you doing? Yeah. Then it, yeah, then it comes into what are you doing? And then they, yep. they start to talk to you about well, what they've tried. And, and it's like, it becomes a whole, like almost like a yeah. consulting session where I didn't even want it to be. I'm just <laughs> like, hey, how are you? Like, I don't want to talk about yeah. my weight the whole time. But for you, you said like, okay, there's, there's a bit of a, there's something here. There's something here where I can, yeah. I can do something with it. Yeah. And then eventually, and, and go ahead. 
and it, it was I looked into like getting certified you know I, I went ahead took that next step studying and whatnot um, and I was studying learning thinking okay I'm all when I get become a trainer I'm just gonna train a bunch of people that I believe are just gonna get in shape just like that kind of just like my journey was yeah I think that's like vague of what every individual who gets into training thinks that their career is going to be like <laughs> <laughs> it'll just be as so, easy as it was for me yeah exactly i think and i think that's any entrepreneur um first year first year second year just the beginning of their career you know so but i got certified what a year later so second year in first year worked out for myself second year got certified third year i'm like leap of faith let's make this into a career um, I started doing boot camps, like in, at Rose Bowl. I remember North the Hollywood boot Park. camps. Yeah, yep. I would go to the boot yep. camps. That's how I got introduced. And that was like the teaser yeah. where you'd be like, a weekend yeah. of this, you know, your friend invites you. It's fun. And yeah. then you're like, that's that's the that's the little like, you know, yeah. appetizer. Like, you want some more of this? Let's go. Let's go to the gym. <laughs> and, and it was rough, bro. I mean, becoming... Like I had two options. It was funny. I actually had an interview at Crunch Fitness. Mm. Like you know, they had like a couple of interviews you gotta get through. I was at my third interview with the the head guy. That was gonna be like, you got the job. Uh huh. And, and then I ended up not going to the interview. Really? Yeah, because I was like, let me try to do this myself. Let me just jump into the jungle and try to survive. Yeah. Yeah, cause and it's one of those things. Like, even though it's personal training, I always compare like my job to anyone who is an entrepreneur, like works for themselves. You, yourself, you know, it could be a, a um, someone who does nails, someone a barber. It could be just anyone who has clientele or a service or you know offers something to a consumer. Like, there's a business side of things that you really don't realize. Yeah, plays a plays a part, and that's something that was like another art that. I had no idea, you know, marketing, advertising, um, you know, thank God for Instagram. It was, it was building up, you know, you get hyped, you get hyped up. Yeah. So, and I think the, so couple, when I first started boot camps, you know, I got, I talked to Beastang. So this is how, how much like I appreciate Beastang. This is why today B is the godfather of my first daughter. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, Beast, he, he was a family friend, right, mm -hmm. uh, of my eldest cousin. And I remember we went to, we sat down at like a MyFitFoods back in the day. And we, we had like a little meeting and he was telling me his goals. And I started training him as, you like you say, you started seeing his progress. Yeah. Beasting ended up being what I call my golden goose. Your golden goose. My golden goose. Bro. Because like, because he because had the, the best results or well, not only that, he knew so many people. Oh yeah, he's a super connector. Yeah. To you, mm -hmm. to to you know, Eddie, to just every like yeah. I got so much business from him. Yeah. And I you know, I I appreciate him that much that he helped kind of get me out there in the personal training side of things. So that's why I started tapering down from the boot camps and then just started doing one-on-one. -on -one. Mm -hmm. And as I started doing one-on-one, -on -one, I just posted on Instagram, got my Yelp popping, 
got a website going and then you know things just started falling into place it's like mm -hmm. there's like a little formula that i like to, to to connect and and that i saw that got the results of my business more so than the job itself right was you the know? business part um difficult for you or did you did you like learning all that new stuff in terms of the marketing the cash flow like managing all that yeah. stuff uh i hate the business side of shit <laughs> You know, um, it's not the funnest, but it's required. Yeah. <laughs> the business part is necessary, but not always fun. Presto is definitely right. After the break, I tell Presto what life was like after I started training with him, and we'll see how he reacts to that. I laughed at my daughter for not knowing which rap group Flava Flav was in. She just turned four. My best friend stopped inviting me to girls' night ever since I performed Bitches Ain't Shit at the karaoke bar. My sick wife asked for some juice. I brought her the DVD starring Omar Epps. I've been sleeping on the couch ever since. I need something that will cure my classic hip-hop deficiency syndrome. I need an escape from my adulthood coma. I need an outlet for my useless hip-hop trivia. That's, That's why. I need Headspin. Headspin, the first of its kind classic hip-hop trivia podcast, scientifically proven to turn every head into a hip-hop head. Come listen every week as two golden era gladiators battle it out to see who knows more about completely useless hip-hop trivia. The winner goes home with cold hard cash, while the loser has to spin the dreaded hip-hop wheel of consequences. Headspin! Headspin really works! Hosted by the world-famous Magic Most of the Demigods crew, with special guest announcer, the legendary DJ cool headspin really works headspin is sure to make you binge more than be real binges bong ribs tune into headspin launching wednesday june 30th on apple spotify amazon and everywhere podcasts are available we're back on the sub show with my guest presto of presto fitness and in the next segment, I'm not going to lie, it was a little bit uncomfortable for me. I know Presto is a really good at what he does, but I also know that his rays were starting to go up and his schedule was getting packed. And the, the place where I was working at for my day job was really far away from where he's based. And I had to find alternative ways to get back into shape, you know, or try to. Nevertheless... It's definitely weird telling your trainer that you've trained with other trainers. Um, anyways, let's see how this goes. Because I've, I've had a few trainers after you. I'm not going to lie, which is weird. Oh, like, if you get trainers after another That's trainer, it's like, it's like you feel like you're, you're like, I don't know what the word is, cheating on your old trainer. Or like, I don't know. But, but at the same time, it's different. Yeah. And then, you know, not, I'll be honest, like those trainers after didn't really work out for me. And I'm curious, mm. what makes your way of training different and stand out? Like your your philosophy behind training? Because I know like yeah. when we would train, you would you would have these little, I would like to call them presto quotables, where it's like, you know, <laughs> these little quotes that would stick in your mind after you left the gym and you're like, you know, yeah. I, it was just, okay, all right. That's that's why, like I'm, store, I'm sore here, but... He was right. Like I, I, we we did that set. It was hard as hell, but like it's it's changing. It's working. But what do you yeah. think sets you apart uh, of your philosophy and mindset of training? So I, I like to say that a client is a reflection of their trainer, right? Um, me as a not I'm gonna let's say I take a tra the trainer out the equation. I'm not a trainer. I'm mm -hmm. just a guy who works out. Yeah. I'm the type of guy when I work out. <laughs> 
you know, I do it right. I'm all in, I'll push myself and I'm always trying to get better. You know, I'm turning 37 this year, so I don't, and I'm going to keep trying to push myself. People, even people to this day, they're like, why are you pushing that hard? You know, you're, you don't need to. I'm like, ah, don't tell me that. You know, it does, it's not, it doesn't, like, I don't connect with that, that type of attitude or mentality. If I have room to get better, fuck it, I'm going to do it, man. Like, like, they're like, why are you lifting so heavy? It's not that I'm lifting heavy. It's like, I'm just trying to challenge myself. Anything under this, I'm not going to feel challenged, you know? And that's what I think always connects from myself to the client is because when you guys are in there in the middle of the exercise, I could relate to you. I could connect to you with you. I know what it feels like. I'm not going to put you through anything I don't put myself under. Mm. Like if you're like on a, you know, that little, that scale one to 10, remember yeah. I'm like on a scale one to 10, how hard it is. And being, you can't do it on your own. Uh-huh. One being the easiest, you know, if you're 10. If you're at a 10 and I don't know what it feels like, how am I going to cue you to get through that exercise? Right. How am I going to be able to relate to that? And, and that's all, man. It's, like I've up to this day, eight years into my career, I'm still able to do that. And I take a lot of pride in that. Like I don't really put it out there too much, but when I grind, I grind. And I just hope that it reflects, it gives me the right to be able to push someone to push themselves to be better. You feel me? Yep. And you're training and oh go ahead. Oh, and I mean that's not that's not just in, in exercise, that's in life, bro. Like I've taken this whole thing and just adapt, apply that to my life and it's worked. It still works. You mean so, like in terms of family, in terms of how, yeah, how other, yeah. which other ways have you applied it? Uh, well, it, it's mindset, mm-hmm. it's mindset, mindset in the exercise, mindset in the gym, mindset in my career, mindset in my family, mindset in my personal self-development. It's just mindset that this is what feeds me to just keep going and never complain about like shit. Yeah. You know, and I mean, look, last year, you know, I lost my mom. Oh man. Like right before the pandemic. Yeah. Thank you. Um, But mindset, my, my mindset is she's still here with me. She'll always be here with me. Yeah. You know, I got my third baby, my third daughter on the way. That's a gift from my mom. Mm -hmm. No, just, I, I could, I'll never get over it. Yeah. But as long as, you know, I keep her spirit alive and as long as I feel like before my mom passed, there's something that I did that someone passed on to me. They said record everything. So when I was like in the bedroom, I would have my recorder on. We had like deep conversations that I still listen to. You feel me? And and I'll listen to those sometimes, you know, I'll go visit her play those while I'm sitting there just so I can hear her voice again. You feel me? Yeah. And, but there's a couple of things that she said, for example, like, she's like, Hey, cause she lived in North Carolina that when she would go on Facebook and just see how I was with the fans, she loved that. So that just made me want to continue that because it, it, in my mind, she's still watching. Yeah. So she's still happy. You feel me? So, so a lot of it came like, yeah, I, I think mindset is huge. And, and your relationship with your mom is very reminiscent of my relationship with my mom. And, and that's a good, that's some good advice. Like 
low key. If if, if we're talking, I'm gonna just start recording. Yeah, bro. And, and just like keep it there because yeah, like you'll just not be able to hear her voice. The fact that I got those mm-hmm. recordings, like that's fucking gold to me. Yeah. yeah. So mindset, and I think that's that's key because it's so much deeper than just the exercises and all this stuff. Like it's a mindset. That's why I liked training with you and hanging out with you and, and B and, and like we were in the flow state when we were doing that because it was, it was just a good vibe. And, and it sounds yeah. like you got a lot of that from your mom, from your upbringing. And, and you just, that's a big part of the presto fitness experience. Yeah. Um, you said you're, you've been training for eight years now. Yep. Yep. What is it? 21. Wow. Yeah. What is it? Crazy. What is it like? I mean, I imagine the, the fuel that keeps you going is, is the ability to change people's lives. Not only, you know, like you said, physically, but when, when you go through a weight loss transformation and a fitness transformation to, for the betterment and empowerment of yourself, like you said, it's, it's mindset and self-discovery. Um, is that what keeps you going in terms of, you know, obviously it's a good living, <laughs> you know, like personal training, you yeah. can book solid and all this, but like the deeper meaning behind why you do what you do, is it, is it helping other people and getting that feeling or what really drives you to keep going? Well, that's the thing. It's whether I was a trainer or not, like, this is how I just live my life. This is, this is how I, I go about life. So, I mean, I can be a trainer. I can be a, a firefighter, a doctor. I can still be in the military. You know, I'm going to live with that same mindset. I don't know. I don't know. I think just what growing up in North Carolina, you know, when I was in the military, I got deployed to the Middle East and, you know, went to the Philippines. And, and just when you see shit going down in third world countries, mm-hmm. you realize how blessed you fucking are in America. And you could be in the shittiest position, but still be better off than being out there. Right. And, but you know, and you just have to kind of, you have to keep it, keep it in your mind. Like it's like a language, right? You got to keep practicing that language mm. or else you'll forget it. You know, I, I try to keep the feet like close to the floor. Adjust your perspective, right? Like they say, what do they say? First world problems? Because it's like we're complaining about like the Netflix password not working or some shit where yeah, man. other people are complaining complain about, about water. Traffic. Like, yeah. Yeah, you know. So Some people don't got a car. Yeah. But you keep it in perspective. You keep your feet close to the ground and, and, and that's yeah. why you keep grinding the way you do. So it sounds like, I mean, you love personal training, but regardless of what you would do, like this is how you would be. And this is why you would, this is how you would live your life. But is there a reason why you still stick to personal training and keep doing it? It's worked. Yeah. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. And I, and like you said, so me maintaining what I'm doing, you know, I understand it's going to be taxing on me in the long run, which, you know, I'm working on things here. Um, it's, it's a blessing and I don't want to get greedy. You know, I don't want to get too greedy and want more and want more. And, you know, I have a decent fucking life. I got a great family. I love what I do. You know, it gives me the freedom to move around. Um, it's, a, it's a positive thing for me, for myself, for my mind. So 
yeah, I just don't want want to get want more. I think I, I've lost. I didn't say lose it, but I just don't want more. That's make that, that no, sense? no, no. It, it makes sense. You're yeah. saying like you have that perspective, like because in American culture we have this idea of more, 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 keep going, keep going, yes. keep hustling, keep yes. grinding. But you're saying that, you know, and I've been studying up on this too, like this concept of minimalism, but not not in the sense where you're just trying to reduce everything. It's the concept yeah. of enough. Like yeah. you can you can keep going till till it's bone dry and, and you don't have any energy. But yeah. if you don't have if you don't have the energy to, to come home to your family and enjoy the time and spend quality actual time with them, like you said, recording uh, conversations with your family or like just really being present in the moment, then what is it for? You know? Yep. yep. So I, I like exactly, that. Exactly, bro. I like that. And here's the funny thing. Like I understand, you know, a lot of shit has been negative for people during this pandemic. It was a wake up call, low key, a little a blessing for myself because it made me realize how much I was working. Like, you know, mm. when I say I was doing 12, 15, yeah. 18 hour days sometimes, I, remember. I was literally doing that. Yeah. So I'm working way less, you know, just so I could go home at a decent time, not go home when the girls are asleep. You know, I didn't realize how much I was missing my, my little daughters like growing up. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that, so, that time is precious too, right? The same way yeah. that time is precious with your moms. Yeah. Like that's when it hit me. Mm. That's when it hit. That's when I was like, wow, all the shit, like not all the shit, but what I was investing into my job, like I needed to cut it down just a little, Yeah. you know, and invest more. Not that I was like, I didn't invest time into the yeah. family, yeah. but moments, you know, moments, experiences and memories. Moments. So Another presto moments. quotable right there. <laughs> moments, periods and memories, man. Yeah. No, because I know, like, you, 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 you are such a family man. And then I think for me, too, like, you know, with DJing and working a full-time job, I had the candle burning at both ends. On top of that, it was, you know, contributing to a lot of my bad health habits, you know, staying up till 2.30 in the yeah. morning, drinking. Those don't help. Don't Those help. Don't help. Don't help. I remember yeah. even when yeah. we would invite you to the club, you're like, all right, but. Stubbs B, just so you know, these are the drinks that you can drink that'll be lower calorie and it's not gonna mess up your goals and all this and that. And we're like, ah, shots, bro. All right, <laughs> just shots. Get it. Get straight to the point. Exactly. Exactly. But um, no, I think that that was what I was gonna ask. Is that um, the pandemic must have changed things for you, not only work wise, but it forced a lot of us to slow down, think about yep. things. But um, did did anything else? happened during the pandemic or was it was that was the main thing that it was just a wake-up call um it was a wake-up call i i tried to i still worked you know i was still able to like i said i'm gonna find a way to keep yeah. things rolling as much as i can um so yeah not, not really it's just it's it's better it's more balanced yeah and like i i think i remember telling you that's the key to like that's the key to everything balance mm-hmm there's a yin and a yang in every fucking thing. It's true. It's true. And you, you would say that the pandemic kind of allowed you to, to make those little tweaks. Now you're at a good balance. Yeah. Feeling yeah. It. Where it, it, it just, it made me sit down, kind of examine everything and just see what I can make better, you know, make more fair for, you know, my girls, for myself, for the career, for my clients. 
just for everyone. Yeah, absolutely. For those listeners who are struggling with trying to get started on their weight loss journey or, or don't know what to do in terms of, you know, like where to start, whether it's diet. By the way, hang on, before we go to that, diet is 80% of it, right? You said like. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which, it's up there. 70, 80%, bro. Like the workout is easy. It's the easy part because you clock in for an hour, you do your job, but it's the other 23 hours that you're out. What are you doing those 23 hours? You know, are you getting your six to eight hours of sleep? You know, what are you doing for the other, what, X amount of hours after you wake up? It's the hardest because, like I said, when you're in here, when you're training with me, when you're in the gym, you're doing your one hour or a little more, give or take. But it's literally those other hours that what you're putting into your body, um, that's going to depict how your results are going to come out. Man, like when you had said that, like I was like, then damn, why are we spending so much time in the the gym and and working out? Like, shouldn't I focus in the back of my mind? I was like, shouldn't I focus on on diet? And it's like, yes. And you did, because I remember back then my fit foods was a a godsend because it was just easy. And everything was like weighed out and to the T of like what you should eat. And it was tasty. But for me, like I became my own personal my fit foods. I discovered how to cook and the foods I like that during, during the pandemic, during the pandemic, during the, nice. because I was, I was doing like a program, but I was like, it was very vague. It just said, you know, five ounces of meat, four ounces of veg. And, and I would just ground beef or ground meat, whatever type of meat it was, beef, turkey, whatever. And then just chopped up veg. And it was getting, I was like, Oh, I can't eat this anymore. <laughs> I got to figure something out. And I'm not trying to like eat out again. So then I got on yeah. YouTube and started figuring out how to cook and, uh, you know, cook things I like that and learned about different spices and, and all this stuff. And I became kind of a cooking nerd. So yeah, that's dope, man. It's yeah. tedious. It is it's tedious. It that's is all. But work from home culture. If you're working from home, I like it. Uh, I'm yeah. curious if I go back to the office, how things will shake out. I can meal prep. Yes, of course. But Something about yeah. being able to eat a freshly cooked meal off the stove that's fairly nice, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I remember certain, like, about the weekend thing, too, you would say, yo, Stubbs, it's cheap meal, not cheap day. What yes. are you doing out here? <laughs> yeah, bro. Because you could just throw that, throw that whole week down the drain. That's interesting, though. Like, so if you do have a social life and you, you are working on these different things, like, what would you say mm-hmm. to that? I mean, you just got to be more mindful of it and, and kind of plan Not around mindful, it. You just, you got to be selfish. Mm-hmm. Fitness goals are, are very selfish. Mm-hmm. And it, it's in no disrespect to anyone else. But, you know, there's a reason why people like, hey, you're losing weight. You're getting in shape. What are you doing? I'm like, I'm not going out with you no more. You know, <laughs> or you know, like, if if you could be the type of person who could still go out and still eat, like, pick the right choices. Mm-hmm. You know, even at a club or at a restaurant with family and friends, and that is some discipline. That is the hardest part. You know, is that social life friends, family, events, birthdays, weddings, da-da-da-da, you know, just another night on, 
at the club on a weekend, every weekend. Yeah. So unless you're mindful of it and, you know, just stick to your water, stick to your protein, stick to your veggies, stick to your complex carbs, then you'll notice after every week, after the weekend, progress comes a little faster, a little yeah. better. Uh, it takes that. It's a self fitness goals are pretty selfish. You, you got to be selfish because you will say no to a lot of either events or like when, when you go to your friends or families, they're like, Hey, you want to eat? Hey, you want this? It's mostly comfort food, yeah. you know, especially what Filipinos. Come on, bro. <laughs> Speaking of Jolly Bee. Yeah. Chicken, <laughs> chicken and spaghetti. What are we doing? But, but I, that's interesting. That's an interesting answer. Selfish. Right. And going back to this idea of starting someone's yeah. fitness journey, I think, yeah. Like when it all came down to it, it was it was a selfish notion when I wanted to start this thing again. Like I remember, yes, remember when we started training, it was like kind of selfish because I wanted to meet girls. And this time now that I've, I've met the woman, I'm that's vanity right that, there. That's not yeah, self. Yeah, that's it's vanity. vanity. It was vanity. <laughs> but this time around, yeah, there's something. More, it was it was a deeper calling of like, no, you got to figure this out like for yourself. Not for yeah. the ladies, like for yourself. So talk about starting, like for that person who like is trying to figure out how to start, why they should start, when they should start. What do you say to new clients or people who are on the fence about like getting started on their fitness goals? What's the reason? I ask them why, you know, why, why now? Or where you like, I try to get into their mind because you know, as a trainer, I got to figure out what makes them tick. You know, if your answer was, oh, I want to get a six pack. So I go to the beach and meet girls. I'm like, okay. Then while we're training, I'm like, hey, come on, beach season. Let's go. These girls are going to look at you. They're going to turn away or give you their number. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. Or it could be a female or male coming in. Hey, I got a wedding. Boom. You know, there has to be a reason so that every time they come into a session, I could dig into their mind and not let you forget why you came here in the first place. Because it, you know, it could be very, it's, it's a repetitive thing, right? You come in day in, day out, day in, day out, eat the same shit day in, day out. And what happens is you just get so into the routine, you lose sight of your goal, and you get tired of why am I doing this? Yeah. Because you forget why you forgot that target right in front of you. So you just got whatever the reason in. is, whatever the reason is, you, you have to have a deep enough reason. Even if it is vanity, you're saying? Hey, no, that's still a reason. That's still a reason. That's the thing. You know, everyone's different, but mm-hmm. everyone has something that makes them tick. Yeah. That for sure. So for find sure. out what makes you tick, tap into that, hone in yeah. on that, and then yeah. use that as your North Star and guiding light to keep Every going. Every day. Every day. When you walk into the gym, when you go out to the park, when you step out, whatever exercise you do, just remember why you're doing it. Do you still make, because, you know, like you said, you were doing how many, like 18 hour days? No, you didn't say 18 hours, but it was. Not anymore, no. It's just 12, part time. <laughs> it's just 12. This guy, this guy yeah. hustles like no other. I remember I got a text back from you. It was like super early in the morning. I'm like, oh, no, we were trying to schedule this super yeah. early in the morning. I was like, dang, man, that's, you're like, I'm already up at four. At it. Going. Yeah. But, Going, uh, bro. But you make, do you still make time for yourself to yep. uh, I work out? Twice work out today. You work out twice a day. 
as a break. I worked out before this. Wow. Before this, I had a little break, did a little cardio on the steps on the stairmaster. Let me ask you yeah. this then: what is what is your why for you still why you still work out? My why is why I'm a trainer. Like this is the reason why people come to me. This is the reason why I have the life I have. You know, is this is is what I do. And as long as I keep doing it, then I hope that you know I'm doing my my part as a trainer, being responsible as a trainer, as an individual who's accountable for himself, because that's what clients look for when they come to me is accountability. I can't give you accountability if I can't give myself accountability. That's a hypocrite. So you're leading by example. Yeah, and that and that's and that's the thing. I'm I've just try to always be that be that way in my life. Mm-hmm. So in terms of uh and that was, and it, guess what for me it was vanity at first yeah because like yeah i want that six pack <laughs> hey i'm after that six pack i'm I, i'm there like uh you know i'm after it but because yeah. you you did bodybuilding before right yep was yep. that the did first that like venture into like you were like all right if i'm gonna go for it fitness wise i'm gonna go full full blast and let's do bodybuilding was that um, it was an online bodybuilding challenge, bodybuilding.com. Uh-huh. It was that, and then I did a show. Yeah, it was very short-lived. Like, I did, I stepped on a stage one show twice. <laughs> it was two two categories. Uh-huh. But um, what what I got shied away from bodybuilding is because, you know, I didn't want to do steroids. Yeah, and that's and, kind uh, of big in that culture and and whatnot huge yeah yeah i would i would get stomped on like a fly right because of how how big these guys get and i was just not willing to do that yeah. for the sake of my my internal health in the future right and then you wanted yeah. it was more of like yes the 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 six pack and all that was was great but then it became like a a, a health you're more health conscious and it's about your yeah. business as well. So that's that, that was the main drive. Yeah. Those were the main drivers. Correct. And then it's me as a trainer, not me as a bodybuilder, or right. not me as a, you know, influencer. No, no, me as a personal trainer. Yeah, that's it. And um, is that is that how your Instagram blew up? Bodybuilding. Is uh, just your Instagram blew up? Like how many followers do you have? You have a lot of followers. Eh, like 11, 12, something like that. Because fitness, a lot of people tap into Instagram for just inspiration, right? Yeah. And so you, I, I like how you still keep, keep, like there's this book called Show Your Work, and it talks about more like okay. creative work. About, like if you're, if you're an artist, yeah. take pictures of your sketches and show it to the world. Like, you know, show that you're doing the work. As a, as a trainer, yeah. you're showing, you know, daily exercises, what to do, how to do it, showing that you're still at it, and you keep going. Now, now it's transformed even more. Now, for me, it's fitness and family and balance, and you know, that's my balance. Yeah. So. That's dope, man. Well, um, wait. So going back to the, why, you know, if if somebody wants to start, they need to have a good reason, and yep. then after they have that good reason, they need to tap into that, and yep. then they need to call you up. Hit me up. <laughs> Where can Hit people find you? <laughs> uh, my website, PrestoFitness.com. Or uh, just, you know, IG, at PrestoFitness. At PrestoFitness. Yeah. You know, it's funny. 
because remember you had my old email address it was yeah. presto dash fitness i finally attained the rights to presto fitness.com dang got rid of that dash i got rid of that dash. <laughs> i had to pay a lot for that thing did you but yeah because some, some someone had it yeah, and they were it was just, just sitting, on sitting there i hate like, that yeah but it's all good it's official now that was a trip when i was looking through our emails trying to find your email address and i think yeah. it, it was like a 2011 no 2014 emails like holy moly there you go what seven ago. years man see seven eight years time ago well so, I, and i didn't really get incorporated till what 14 so if, if you want to go by then it's less than that year, many years yeah officially yeah well i wanted to reach out and catch up man because it's so good to hear from you and glad you're doing well and and even though we trained all those years ago i just wanted to let you know that it it had a big impact on me like I'll have these flashbacks to when I'm doing what I'm doing today. And yeah. like, I'll hear your voice about like, Oh yeah, he did say to do this and I'm still doing it. Okay, cool. But this time I'm hearing it, you know, because I think before I wasn't ready yeah. for those, those messages. I was just in this like, like you said, like it's hustle. I really feel like connecting with Presto during this time was a blessing. Talking to him gets me in a positive flow state and I'm happy that he's doing so well and grateful for all that he's taught me over the years. Once again, you can check him out on Instagram at Presto Fitness, see what he's all about. And if you're in need for a trainer, he's definitely one of the best, so go check him out. The Stub Show is produced by Fulcrum Productions, created, written, and edited by me, Stubbs, the Chief Rocka. Be sure to go to thestubshow.com for the latest content and news. Today's show music is courtesy of The Math Club. Thank you, Cheap Shot. And stay tuned for the next episode of The Stub Show where I have my sister on deck. Yes, my actual sister. It was very fun recording that show while she was in town from Nashville where she currently resides now. So we get a chance to catch up. That's going to be a great show. All right, y'all. Appreciate you. Peace. Thanks for listening. See you on the next one.